right. Uh, Sunday session. Welcome to Talking Toy. I'm great, man. I swear, introducing an episode is the most awkward thing in the world. It's just, oh, what do we do? Let's just make a noise. You are full of beans today. I am, man. I'm so... Today, the last two days I've been I've been moving stuff around. Like the first few days of work of 2021, <laughs> just relocating storage stuff. And and I was lucky enough to get up and see my buddy Arv at Highmore, Ooh, and it was shit. just wonderful to see that man again. So, uh, big shout out to Arv. Big shout out to Arv. Big up your boy Arv. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. That made me happy. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah. Uh, and then so. We've decided this week to talk about the tour that took our relationship to the next level. We That's have. right, ladies and gentlemen. Shit's about to get real. Very, very romantic. <laughs> All up in your ears. I'm going to put some reverb on that bit and be like, ooh, <laughs> sexy talk. Steve writes Sunday <laughs> love sessions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> So, uh, where do we start, really? I mean, like, so obviously, as you all know, me and Liam started touring back in 2014, 2015, whenever it was with James Tozen. Yes, some time ago. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So we were touring together a lot, and, like, this beautiful love was just blossoming. And it was a beautiful love, and it it was blossoming, yes. It was very Um, special. I think from very early on, we both knew there was something special there. Yeah. So, um... I, I managed to, uh, I was doing some work with Ollie Murs and then uh, through Ollie Ooh, Murs. Um, my mate, Ollie Murs. Oh, what's that you dropped, dickhead? A name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I got introduced to Ollie Murs' production manager to uh, a lady called Jackie Davidson, who uh, was managing uh, a guy called Sam Henshaw. Um, and basically managed to, start working being tm front of house for a guy called sam henshaw uh and as soon as as we started we had a really hectic schedule um yeah it was really something busy. which i was also juggling anti-fag at the time so it was just like on the day of of conceiving and that Tosland relationship still as well and, and Tosland, of course yeah. yeah so so when when i got asked to do that job it was just i i said from day one it's just like i i want to be involved but i need to do two people so we need two two tour managers we need two responsible adults to run this touring what's the word um schedule or something schedule uh campaign basically campaign Campaign. that's the word basically it takes for all future employers listening to this it takes two of us to do the job of one person just so only because (laughs) we're so damn good everyone wants us um so yeah so that was that was the start of 2016 um and uh so i i told the guys that obviously i, I wanted liam involved and and it was it was warmly welcomed um and yeah so come april after a shit ton of rehearsals and stuff we started a tour that would take us the whole way through to december well i didn't do any of the rehearsals though either did you not I, no i jumped in I, th- I remember like i think i jumped in uh like th- on the third show or something like that mm. it was in oslo not in oslo the country uh, oslo, oslo the place oslo the the venue in london yeah. 
was the first time I'd met any of the band, first time I'd heard any of their music. This yeah. happens quite a lot, I think, in music as well. And I was working, I was going to do backline for them. Yeah. Um, which is fine. It's an easy job to do for a pop act, except you kind of do need to sit with those people beforehand to learn a little bit about what they're doing and what they're playing. I remember coming out on stage and seeing a bunch of pedals that I'd never seen before on the, uh, <laughs> on the uh, guitar string and be like, um, <laughs> Not really sure how to turn any of this on. I yeah. just got to get the band to be like, I don't know what the fuck any of your stuff does. Can you come like, and give me a hand? Any tips? <laughs> yeah. I know you've employed me to do this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I do this job? Do you know what though? Like I've like with that in mind, it's why I have the most amount of respect for people that work on stage and dep gigs and just do Ooh, like so a festival hard. dep. And it's like depping for a guitar tech is for me the epitome of anxiety <laughs> because it's just like all right here's a pedal board that's custom and it doesn't work like any other thing in the world and yeah get to know it and by the way you've got changed guitar six times in different tunings oh and don't clean this one particular guy yeah. this guitar because yeah. this one's not meant to be cleaned at yeah, all it's a very a special one guitar. yeah it is ridiculous. Like it's hard to 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 dep out work and stuff. Like it's relatively easy being a guitar tech or a backline tech once you you're settled in that job. But changing between and doing like a one off with someone is like well, knowledge so is hard. power in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's all a learning curve anyway. Like I managed to figure all that shit out, obviously, because I'm I'm particularly clever. Um, I don't know if you knew that. I don't know whether you've heard, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but Liam is pretty good. Uh, and we were all good after that. And then I think mm. I did a few shows with you guys. Um, and originally, I don't think they, they had the budget to keep me on board while you were there. That's the thing, because yeah, they could only afford to do one at a time. But we, we managed to do a couple of crossovers. In fact, that's just reminded me of something that really fucked me off during that. But we won't go into that. Because there oh, was yeah. that whole payment issue, but we oh, won't yeah, yeah. go into that. No, let's not go into <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, I remember them, uh, the, they wanted me then to stay on, and I'd already accepted other work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I can't. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've got another client. I'm doing something else, unfortunately, which is a bit yeah. annoying. But then we resolved it. And like you said, yeah, we then started a tour that pretty much took us the entire year. Yeah. And in that year, both of us saw each other and spent more time in a hotel room together than we did at home with our then respective partners. Yep. Oh, <laughs> which is mad. Easily. Well, we like Liam sent me the tour dates um, of what was put up for the summer, and that ran from the 30th of April through to the 28th of August. So everyone can imagine, uh, well, you can work out how many dates that was. And then it went from start of September, so about four days after this, it ran into the Chance of Rapper tour. Yeah, we were out on the Chance of Rapper tour as the uh, support act. And then we did, no, before before that, we did a little Dutch tour. Oh, shit, yeah, there was Remember the headline that? Dutch tour in the middle, the yeah. The Ian song happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could remember it. I remember that song being sung all la, the time. Ian. So funny. So, well, a bit of background on that story. <laughs> the only people who are going to find that funny yeah. are the people from the band that are, that might listen to this podcast. Yeah. Well, so everyone knows. Like, uh, we were obviously spent a lot of time in the in the van, and uh, on top of me and Liam um, being there, Ian, the uh, tour, uh, the manager of Sam, used to come with us and just help out um and and be there just to kind of well to be on tour with us and uh 
the boys used to love singing sha la 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 ian and that was uh, it for yeah. hours in the van and it was it was brilliant because <laughs> they're all incredibly talented and tuneful young men <laughs> and then we got to a sold out show somewhere in in uh, in uh, the netherlands and uh, he managed, the band managed to get the whole crowd singing Sha La La La. Yeah, Ian. I remember that. And then the lighting guy managed to get a follow spot onto Ian, who was doing merch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> that was, that was um, Parasita, Paras, Paradiso North, I think, in Amsterdam. Parasita, I think it was, yeah. Paradiso Nord, I think it is. Nord, yeah. It looks like mm -hmm. a, ch uh, a church inside. It's fucking sick. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it was at that venue. Yeah, that was really No, no, really Paradiso good. Nord is the modern one. Paradiso on the other side of the river is the church-looking one. All right, well, it was fucking one of them. Why have they yeah. got two <laughs> venues in the same city that aren't near each other with the same name? Fucking yeah. idiots. Knobs. <laughs> <laughs> Swear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was also... Do you remember... Um, on that tour, there was like a lot of controls on the um, uh, steering wheel yes! of the vans we hired. And we managed to convince Gaten, the guitarist, that he was fucking up the uh, playlist someone had on their phone just by touching it for about, yeah. what, two hours, three hours? A long time. Yeah. Yeah. He was convinced that just by touching the phone, he was skipping the songs. Didn't yeah. It took him three hours or so to realize that it was us in the front just changing the fucking the, music. Changing yeah. the track. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant it's funny though like those kind of stories such a good memory but it's so rubbish like the fact that it happened you know what i mean it's just like oh yeah we just changed the track for like three hours but i'm a grown man that yeah. that entertained me for a very long time that is ridiculous it was also on that tour that i i sent liam a picture the other day which i don't think we're going to put up but uh no, i crashed not. the van and, let uh, me tell you dear listener <laughs> I have never been so happy to be in a car accident as I was when Craig crashed the van. It was probably my favourite day of that entire year. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I probably deserved that. A little I don't bit. think it was your favourite day. No, it was fucking shit. <laughs> it was awful. Only and like for those what? those people out there that have rented a van as well. Um, you usually get a, a bunk across the back. And yeah. <laughs> the worst bit about this was is that I'd been telling people not to be on that bunk. But obviously when I crashed, someone was on that bunk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it could have been so much worse. <laughs> it could have been really, really bad. Fortunately, it was like a pretty low impact, quite... Yeah. Rel like considering we were on the fucking uh, motorway, it was yeah. pretty low, in low impact. And quite yeah. slow, to be fair. But like only two days before, you had been complaining at me for my the way I drive. Like I drive too fast. I like to get places quick. I don't give a shit. I'm going to drive fast. I've driven a van a lot. I've driven a van in fucking worse conditions than you can imagine across the whole fucking world. Yeah. I can drive a van fast. <laughs> I wasn't and, uh, having any of that, though. You weren't having any of that at all. And so when we crashed two days later... Oh my God, I've never felt such powerful. <laughs> just, oh, it happened to you and not to me. Yeah. Oh. Things, though, like, just so everyone knows, like, it was, it was my fault, technically, that it happened. Yeah, but I mean, what had happened really. is there had been an accident much further up on the highway that had um, 
resulted in well not much further up about probably about 15 cars ahead and yeah. it had made the fuel or oil or something was on the road and it was a pretty quick stop and obviously i put the brakes on and it uh didn't stop. I remember running. The only thing that stopped me was the Volvo in front. <laughs> but to be fair, what where it was like into question like whose fault it was is because he'd kind of pulled into the off the slip road onto the motorway. Yeah. Relatively quick in order to get ahead of you. Yeah. Which which shortened your stopping distance. So yeah, you did hit him, but yeah. really, like if he hadn't been such a cunt. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't have hit him. So yeah. there is that, I suppose. But I think that little like argument we had the day before, two days before about my driving was the beginning of like, you know, like lover's tiff. The cracks were starting to show after you like spend a five lot of months time. on tour or whatever You it spend was. a lot of time with, with people all the time you're gonna like there are gonna be like cracks eventually you are gonna disagree and you're gonna get sick and tired of each other and you know if you're spending a room with some say sorry sharing a room with someone every night and sitting next to them in a van every day <laughs> then working in a room with them every day you are gonna start arguing occasionally yeah. and i think the catalyst for that was in france towards the end of chance the rapper yeah. Is, it the, is it the Olympia? Is, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is about six shows before we were done with 2016. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, right towards the end of that year. Was it the Zenith in Paris? Or the I was going to say it was, was in not AB, AB Brussels, but I think no, you might be it right. Paris. It was Zenith. It's definitely Paris at the Zenith. It was there because... Um... <laughs> Who's that guitarist? Um... Lenny Kravitz. Was Lenny... Oh, do you know what I was going to say? Lenny Hendrix. Lenny Hendrix. And then I thought... Um... That's not right. Yeah, I was like, that's definitely not the right name. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny Kravitz came to the show, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, being the coolest motherfucker yeah, in man. any room that he's in. And, and his the cock coolest didn't pop out there. What was hilarious is that his cock popped out, uh, what, like a week later in the same building. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 managed to keep his cock in his pants that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, this venue is like, it's a massive venue. It's, it's really, really cool. So the, at the back, obviously, it's built for like, you know, stadium touring. So they've got a huge car park that has all the trucking and bus parking space and everything that you need for it. And then a huge loading door. So you can essentially back trucks right in, uh, unload them, pull them straight out again, which is great. So I just parked anywhere. Not you know, knowing. You there was nothing about what you did that was parking. <laughs> Oh, right, I dumped, left the van. You jumped to the van. <laughs> I left the van in the car park. <laughs> I didn't really know where we were going. You jumped out earlier to go and like find out what where the loading stuff was. So I just left the van somewhere because he hadn't come back yet and came to find you. And then you came and looked out the door and were like, what the fuck have you parked the van there? What the fuck is that going to do? It's all the way over there. And I remember just having a conversation and getting quite heated walking in the venue. And I just went, you know what? Fucking park it yourself. And threw my keys at you <laughs> along with my laminate <laughs> and stormed out of the venue. And as soon as the door closed behind me, I went, oh, fuck. I just got my laminate on. I can't fucking get back in this venue now. Shit. But that's the thing, because you you went <laughs> off for a walk or whatever, and then yeah. I pulled it in. So it, it when you came back like 10 minutes later and I got the phone call that was like... Um, <laughs> And then my pass, please. <laughs> it's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, 
Oh. Looking back on it, it was the most ridiculous thing. It was I so d- fucking I, yeah. stupid. To be arguing about what we did, it was perfectly healthy to have done it, but I love the fact yeah. that it happened. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> just absolutely ridiculous. We ended up finishing that tour earlier as well, didn't we, actually? It was our next well, show was like Brixton and then Manchester. Yeah. And then uh, back to Brixton or something like that. And uh, yeah, it finished... We did the two Brixton shows, yeah. if I remember rightly. You are right. Yes, we did Manchester and Brixton. So uh, we were actually there was meant to be another one. After we that, were but... supposed to be going back to Paris. It was, was it, it was the most ridiculous yeah. route. So we did. Brixton. Oh my god, the route of that sort was insane. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> we did Brixton Academy, Manchester Academy, Brixton Academy, and then it was an overnight drive to Paris, and then we were supposed to go from Paris to Dublin, but. Yes, After yeah, yeah. that second Brixton show was, I'm not sure if everyone remembers, but Kanye West had a breakdown or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah. what happened, but Kanye and Chance the Rapper were really close. So Chance actually cancelled the tour, the remainder of the tour, and was just yep. like, I need to go home and be there for Kanye. And I remember just being like, Thank fuck, we don't have to charge to Paris tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was quite happy with that. To yeah. Be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think that was no one was bummed out that that was over. <laughs> no, I think that yeah, that was the last show that we all did together with that particular lineup of that yeah. band. Yeah, uh, and yeah, everyone was completely done. Yeah, I think, and that's I think that's a, a lesson in in overworking yourselves. Well, it was, I think as well, it was bad routing. Like, it was to terrible. Me. So, um, obviously I don't know who we, the fuck routed that at all. Yeah, it was horrendous. We were doing that in a van, and like, Chance obviously had a pretty stripped back crew. There was like three people in the band, then Chance and a video guy, uh, TM, and a backline. Um, backline. And the uh, front of house, your job. There we go. <laughs> um, so they were they were flying between a lot of these, and then they were just getting buses to meet them wherever, and like the bus yeah. would catch it up. It wasn't with too them. bad for them, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were trying to keep up with them in a van, and we I started remember... it in fucking Copenhagen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We like first show was obviously a winter tour. We drove from London to Copenhagen. Yeah, in the fucking snow. Yeah, yeah that was started rough. that, and then drove. Then the next gig was in fucking Berlin. Just That's insane. right. It was. Yeah, I remember that was the first time I had I had actually booked. Uh, maybe it was. Yeah, the first time I booked into Rostock from Denmark. Yeah, and being like, I've never heard of Rostock. Is this right? For weeks until yeah. we got there, I'd booked everything. I'd like done all my research and stuff, but I was just like, I got a feeling about this, mm. and it haunted me. But it was absolutely fine. It was really weird. It's very scary when you do like a like a ferry crossing for the first time because, like, to places you don't know that is as well. Yeah. Because like with airports and things, it's pretty fucking easy to work it out. You can work out the names and 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 acronyms of airports quite easily and yeah. work out where you're going. With ports, it's quite complicated. Like one of my favorite ones is is Harwich to Hook in Holland. I bet no one who's who hasn't been on the ferry to Hook knows where the fuck Hook is. Yeah. in, in <laughs> fucking Holland, you'd have yeah, no yeah. idea. Because it's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, you just kind of fucking book it and hope, really. You yeah, look at the 100%. map and you check the routes and everything and it's right. But you're like, this place doesn't seem like it's a real thing. Talking about ferry trips. Have you ever, you've done the one through the um, the fjords in Scandinavia, right? 
I haven't, no. Well, we were going through that on a tour not long ago. Um, and the place we actually had to get off was one stop before the final stop. Right. But it had been relayed to us so badly that <laughs> we were actually there. And there was a call done out for us to be like, close them on jukebox. <laughs> Those <laughs> monogy bugs. Can it move? <laughs> you need to get off this fucking ferry, yeah, please. It was it was weird, man. Like that we nearly fucked up there. And then obviously, Horrible. so we're all then rushing around. It was then like, okay, everyone get there and we're getting off here and we might have to go and pick someone up from the other side of the field. <laughs> like, yeah, crazy. Oh, I love that. <laughs> What times Bill? I remember one of the guys in uh, in Sam's band as well didn't wake up for a a lobby call. Well, it wasn't even a lobby call. We used to when we leave for shows, we'd meet um, at Hanger Lane, uh, McDonald's mm. in London, because um, it was like the most central to where everyone was at that time. And you could usually, I mean, don't fucking try this now and blame me, but usually you'd be able to leave a car there and it wouldn't get fucking smashed yeah. up or towed away. So we'd like leave some cars on the street and then drive it was off. the perfect meeting point. No, yeah, and there was a McDonald's there as well. So yeah. everyone got Maccas in the morning. It was great. Yeah. Um, but usually we'd leave, we'd like meet sometimes at like six in the morning. So it was savagely early. But bear in mind that like I don't live in London. I've never lived in London. So I would be driving down from like the Midlands with the van. Yeah. So I'd be leaving at like three or four in the morning sometimes. Um, got there, everyone else turned up. Usually, like, you know, people are late sometimes, particularly musicians. They are stragglers. Like, 6 o'clock to a musician is, like, 6.30 to everyone else. Yeah. Um, so it gets to, like, 6.30. Still not seeing this guy. I'm ringing him constantly, ringing him, ringing him, ringing him. He's not answering. Eventually, like, I don't know, quarter to 7, 7 o'clock, he answers the phone. And he's like, hello? I'm like, are you kidding? Are you still asleep? He's like, what time is it? And I'm like, you were meant to meet us, like, an hour ago. Yeah. What? Where the fuck are you? Was he... <laughs> well, the internet's a fucking cunt, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, yeah, that backfired, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a technical <laughs> error there. Um, basically, I don't know. The, the internet fucking stopped working. I was telling a really interesting story that was going on for a really long time about ferries and someone missing one um, and a long drive that I had to do. But apparently, yeah. it was really boring. So the internet. But that, stopped well, telling no, that, story. that was that was. I remember because uh, I was with uh, Anti Flag, and I get a call from you at like seven o'clock in the morning, being like, "He's not here. We need to get this other thing." And I was just like, "Wait," because I would have sent you the float, so you would have had some money. But yeah, I would have. Had there cash. was like, we were on a fucking shoestring budget. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It was ridiculous, um, like how how tight it was. I mean, it wasn't ridiculous how tight it was, but we were. Like because it was two of us, we were really tight on how much we were spending it all yeah. the time. Like it well, was... that was the thing. It was we never ever overspent, and we never ever like it was so precise. I think like at the mm. end of every stint of shows, like there was a bit of fuel money left over because I always do everything with the like at least a seven percent contingency and yeah, then yeah, extra same. fuel. Um, yeah. but a seven percent contingency did not cover a an extra ferry and, it was savage yeah. yeah to go and like pick him up from his house just be like get in the fucking van yeah don't look at me <laughs> yeah whatever you've got in a bag is what you're bringing i don't i don't got time to hang around for you fucking yeah. race out of london to harwich to try and get on the ferry to hook yeah. got there the ferry's literally on the horizon the guy's yeah. like 
What are you doing here? You've missed it, mate. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, the Harwich to Hookberry is a really popular one because it takes like eight hours. And that cuts out like fucking what five hundred miles of driving around four countries. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. So that's if you're heading up to like Scandinavia, which is where we were going, it's exactly what you want to do. You yeah. want to get that so you can have like some bunks in the in there on an overnight ferry, for example, or you know on the daytime and get some rest and then carry on. We couldn't do that, so we got there um, and then I had to turn around, have Ian, the manager who was sat next to me, um, call like P and O or whatever the fucking ferry company name is uh drive to dover get on a different ferry into calais and then drive from calais to fucking uh berlin or north of berlin no it was hamburg hamburg Hamburg. yeah Yeah. drive to hamburg to stop for the night something like fucking i don't know 14 hours or something 15 hours it's the only one driving um got there (laughs) and the rooms hadn't been paid and my credit card wouldn't work yeah I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? It's oh, like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. This this guy behind the counter wants to see every single person's passport. Yeah. And I'm like, can you just fuck off into yeah. your bin? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to sleep. And then, yeah, slept for like five hours, got up and drove the rest of the way to fucking Norway. Yeah. Savage. All because someone slept in. Do you know what, though? Like, I think about it and I think, like, those long drives are so savage. Um, yeah, like I was talking to my partner the other day, and like, just being like, four hours doesn't even bother me. Like, no, I don't mm. even need to get up. I can drive to Glasgow from fucking wherever down here, up there in one stint without even stopping for a piss. Just because like you yeah. get into that driving mode. And I remember doing one from Paris to Hamburg and being like, this is a long drive. Mm. You just kind of get into it, don't you? And it's it's. It's one thing about touring, you just get conditioned to sitting, <laughs> driving. There was a meme I saw a while ago that was like, um, if you want to see what being on tour is like, get a milk crate, put it in a cupboard, sit in there um, every four hours, get out and take a piss uh, and then sit back in that in that cupboard. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, basically what? it. That's fucking brilliant. I like that. <laughs> Just sit still in a in a horrible position in a vehicle full of farts for a long time. You know what? On that note, I think let's call it. That was fucking brilliant. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this week's edition of Sunday Sessions. Thank you all so much for listening and following us on Spotify and Instagram and everywhere else that you can find our fucking faces on the internet. We really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Who we got? Oh this wait, week? and we can do a quick plug about your new animating skills. Mate, I hope I'm everyone's so enjoying them as much as I am. Fucking sick at animation. <laughs> I mean, me and my girlfriend have the same office. We like sit next to each other during the day. And like usually towards the end of the day, I'll start doing a few bits after I've got through some work. And she'll just look over and be like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? It looks like shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. So <laughs> it's I meant know. to look shit. Oh, well, yeah. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This week, <laughs> who have we got this week? We have a very special guest this week they're all special i say that every week and you say Everyone's they're fantastic special. well every week. not everyone could be special craig because then that means that no one's special so i think you should have a rethink about that um <laughs> all right <laughs> i like the person we've got on very Me too. much <laughs> i'm a big fan of his and yeah. his work and his band's work and yeah it's a fantastic conversation he looks a great looking man 
Yeah. Well, we've so so we do. We've got Chris number two from Anti Flag uh, right. this week, and it's it's going to be. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we enjoyed doing it. There we go. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Talking Torrent.